little, my mom used to tell me the story every night, and I loved it. Now I'm going to tell it to you. It's called The Lion and the Clever Jackals. If you don't know what a jackal is, it's kind of like a wolf. It howls like a wolf, and it looks like a wolf, but still, it's not a wolf. It's a different animal called a jackal. The Lion and the Clever Jackals Deep in the jungle, there lived a fierce lion. Every morning, he would stand at the entrance of his den and roar a terrible roar that echoed through the jungle. When the other animals heard it, this terrifying sound would run around the lawn. The lion would leap out and pounce on them. So powerful, nobody ever escaped his mighty claws. This went on for a long, long time until at last there were no living creatures left in the jungle. Except for two little jackals. Jackals had no rest. They had to keep on the move and use all their cleverness to avoid being ambushed by the lion. I'm sure he will catch us soon, said the youngest jackal. Don't be afraid, said his sister. I'll take care of you. Just keep just keep close to me. Meanwhile, the lion grew very met hungry and very mad. At the last, the youngest jackal felt he could run no more. I'm so tired, he said. If only there was another way to save ourselves. His sister felt sorry for him. I have an idea, she said. Follow me just a little further. And to the youngest jackal's astonishment, his sister walked right up to the lion's den. Be brave, she she whispered to her brother and be well. And when the, the lion saw the jackal approaching, he shook his mane and roared. Come and be eaten, he said. I had no dinner for three days and you may run all over the jungle after you. The youngest jackal shook with terror, but his sister took a step forward. Oh, mighty lion, she said. We have come, uh, we have come to be eaten sooner. There was much bigger lion in this jungle who has been chasing us away. What do you mean, growled the lion? There was no other lion in this jungle but me. We have to see him. You, we have to see him with our own eyes, said the jackal. His face is like a flaming fire and his roar is like thunder and he has the strength of ten lions. Impossible, said the lion angrily. There is no beast mightier than me. Take me to the, take me to him, and I will show him who is the strongest. And the jackal beckoned to her brother, and and they set off through the jungle with, with the lion following. When they stopped, they came to a large well. The jackal stopped. She pointed at the water, pretending she was too afraid to look at it herself. There, she said. That is where the great lion lives. The lion stared down to the well and thought he saw another lion glaring up at him. He got and shook his mane. To his annoyance, the other lion did exactly the same. See how fierce and powerful he, he is, said the jackal. Surely no one can defeat him. How dare you say such a thing? This is impossible. Nothing is nothing. This imposter is nothing compared to me snarled the lion, and his reflection snarled right back at him. Opened his jaws and bared his teeth. The other lion did exactly the same. At, at, 
at this, the lion flew into a rage. This is my jungle, he roared and plunged and leapt into a function, plunging into plunging into the cold, dark water of the well. The little jackals cheer and dance with glee. Get me out, spelled the lion, trying to grasp the steep sides with his paws. You'll pay for this with your scrawny bones, growled the lion. But the two jackals scampered away, happy that the jungle was safe at last. That was, that was the lion and the clever jackals. You know, lions are very, very strong. They can like pounce, they, you know, um, boy lion, you know, boy lions have, have manes, but a mane means like a bunch of fur, like boy lions have a bunch of fur that forms a mane around their head, but the, but the girl lions are just, don't have any manes, and, and the cubs, no matter, no matter if they're a girl or a boy, they don't have any, they don't have any manes, but if a baby lion cub that is a boy that does not have a mane, which all cubs start out, all lion cubs start out without a mane, either if they're a boy or a girl. But if it's a boy, as it grows up, they'll soon grow a mane. And so, and also, um, so that so that was the lion and the clever jackals. Bye. podcast called Jane's Stories and it's also the second episode of the kind of the kind of sto- the little mini channel that I'm that we're stuffing in the, that we're stuffing in this podcast and it's called Little Golden Books not the, well, not the book, the channel, um, and this, um, and this book is called Mickey Mouse and the Great Lot Plot. Look at that! Mooney Fern dropped the bat and ball and stared at the sign in front of them. This land for sale! I can't believe it, said Minnie Mouse. This second lot, um, left for blocks around. Maybe whoever buys the land will let children play here, Mickey Mouse said hopefully. I'm going to buy it, said a voice behind them. It was Uncle Scrooge McDuck. 
It's right next to the, my new money bin. It's the perfect place for my new business. Scrooge's perfectly planted, picked, and put in process painted pickled preserves. Um. Morty and Freddy wrinkle their noses. Ugh. How can anybody think pickle preserves are more important than baseball? Scrooge is very sure that they were. Scrooge is perfectly planted, picked and processed, painted pickle preserves would be a good business, he said. Then he turned and then he turned and walked away to his money bin. Making the others follow. Found him sitting, sitting in a big pile of money, wiggling his toes and smiling happily. Won't you, won't you please think it over, Uncle Scrooge? Mickey asked. The children really need a place to run and play. No, Uncle Scrooge made. My mind is made up, and that's fine. The playgrounds are important, insisted Mickey. And then he... And then before he quite knew what was he, he was saying, he had made an announcement of his own. I'm going to buy the lot, and I'm going to make it into a playground for everybody to enjoy. Scrooge laughed so hard, he rolled off the pile of money. Where will you get the money to buy this lot? He demanded. As they left his money town, money bin, um... Mickey's brave smile changed into a frown. Where will I get the money, he wondered. But Minnie and the boys were bubbling with excitement. Why, we'll earn it, they exclaimed. Don't worry, Mickey. Our friends will be happy to help, too. And, and so they were. A few, um, a few, um, those next few weeks, Mickey's friends were the busiest people in town. Busiest of all, Mickey himself. He, he helped Donald Duck and his new nephews wash cars. And he helped dry Huey, Dewey, and Louie, who got as wet as the cars they were washing. He helped Goofy, who, whose dog walking job became much too, mu um, became too much for him to handle alone. He helped Morty and Freddy sell the pies and cakes that Minnie and Daisy Duck had baked. Pies and cakes. In the month, Mickey counted up all the money that everyone had had earned and given to him. It came exactly five hundred dollars. That wasn't much, and Mickey was worried. Next day, he went to see Uncle Scrooge. I'm very sad, he said. Altogether, he's only been able to to earn five hundred dollars. Uncle Scrooge and I know that's not enough 
there isn't enough money to buy the lawn. You certainly can pay, and pay much more for that. Too bad, Mickey, Uncle Scrooge said, smiling. Looks like the looks like the lot will be mine. It sure is a perfect place for a new pickle preserve factory. Later that day, Uncle Scrooge walked walked happily down the street and stopped and stopped in front of the empty lot. Hi, Uncle Scrooge. It was morning and fruity. Got any jobs you want done? Certainly not, snapped Uncle Scrooge. Only help I need is understanding what's so important about a playground. Oh, foolishness, if you ask me. <laughs> we, we can tell you, said Morty. But we can't, wait, no, we can't tell you, said Morty. But we can, but we can show you, added Fruity. Here, catch, Morty shouted. Before I knew it, Uncle Scrooge was out of the empty lot playing a fast game of baseball. It was nearly dark when the three finally sat down to rest. Well, Uncle Scrooge, said Morty, now do you see what's so great about a playground? Uncle Scrooge is puffing so hard he couldn't answer them. The next day, the, the boys were waiting when Uncle Scrooge came down the street. Tag! Morty shouted. You're it! yelled Fruity. Before he knew what had happened, Uncle Scrooge was chasing the boys across the field. You can play all kinds of good games on a playground, said Morty, when they stopped to rest at last. Uncle Scrooge. This time, he really was so tired he fell asleep right under a tree. And while he slept, he had a very strange dream. It was like no dream Uncle Scrooge had ever had before. The next day, Mickey and his friends watched. As the owner of the land put up a new sign on the lot, it said, so it said, sold Scrooge McDuck. Everyone groaned. Except for Scrooge, he was overjoyed. They all turned to leave, their faces, as they all turned to leave, their faces sad. Scrooge shouted, Wait here a few minutes. I have a surprise for you all. Soon workmen began to arrive. They lifted swings. They lifted swings and slides into place. They they started to dig a swimming pool in the corner. They marked lines for a base for a ball diamond. For a baseball diamond. Scrooge just stood there and grinned, while Mickey and his friends gave three hum- tremendous cheers. Uncle Scrooge, Mickey asked, how can we ever thank you enough? 
Well, awfully glad you changed the baseball team. I know I'm awfully glad you changed your mind. Now you can buy in uniforms for all the baseball team using our five hundred dollars. The day of the first game in the new park finally arrived. Uncle Scrooge was given the honor of hitting, of hitting the very first pitched ball. Huh? Hooray! The crowd um, the crowd cheers. The ball soars into the, the um, the cheer was cut short by the tinkling of glass. The ball had crashed through a window in Scrooge's own money bin. Sorry about your window, Uncle Scrooge," called Mickey. Uncle Scrooge was already was already on his first base. It's only glass," he shouted over his shoulder. "But did you see that? I do believe believe I hit a home run. Okay, well, that was Mickey Mouse and the Great Lot Plot by Let's see. Doesn't say. That's fine. Okay, so 